Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Ian, 32 days, really like 24 fans. We're not doing, we're not doing every team. We're going to, we're doing a podcast every single day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday through Saturday. Although in Chester, weird Chester logic, he said we could take Labor Day weekend off, even though he's been posting podcasts without my permission on Saturdays and Sundays. So like now I have to record extra ones and he's not here. I got to record extra ones because he posted like a Vikings podcast, like Saturday at 3 a.m. That's a, like a real crowd pleaser. And then another one on Sunday. And then he's posting them seven days a week. So I don't know how I could keep up without adding more people. So my plan was to do like 22. Maybe we'll do like 24. We'll also have to do our wins over unders pool. We have to do a college football episode. We've got a lot to do. But today we have a uh, returning champion, Cole Hogan, Kansas City Chiefs fan. Cole, how you doing? Oh, you know, another year, another $10. Okay, I just got done speaking to the Browns fan and our, um, uh, it's been a long night. Uh, it was Browns and, geez, it was like 30 seconds ago. Who did I just speak to? No, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, so, like, now it's weird to speak to a guy of, like, an NFL team. Um, Cole, are you optimistic about Pat Mahomes? Long term, I would say that I'm optimistic. I don't know about this year. It's you know he's a rookie quarterback, and I know a lot of teams have had success, um, like the Texans up until the injury last year with the rookie quarterbacks. But I don't know. I I'm not like oh he's going to take the NFL by storm by any means. Um, yeah, people. I think I don't ever remember people getting this excited about one preseason throw like they are about Mahomes right now. Yeah, I mean it was a really impressive throw. But at the same time, it was preseason, so I don't. I, I struggle to put too much stock into anything preseason, especially when you're, you know, a first string guy going against first slash second string, you know, talent on the defensive side. Especially yeah. when you know there's absolutely no pressure on you. Like if you fuck up and you throw it, you know, to the to the wrong to the other team, who cares? No, I I, I agree. I don't know what I don't know where this came from. I'd never seen it before. I wanted us to stop like. What we used to say preseason doesn't matter. I feel like with the twenty four seven sort of like internet thing, where we just it, we just always need something to talk about. Preseason for some reason matters like more than ever. A few years ago, maybe like seven eight years ago, like in the Adrian Peterson Jamal Charles heyday, they did not take one snap in preseason. They didn't. Yeah. They did not play. I, and yeah. and I think the quote was like Adrian Peterson's like, oh yeah, Charles can't play in the preseason. He's good. 
Like he's too good for the preseason. So, now, think, now uh, people Adrian are like Peterson yelling will get, about it. You think pre, you think Peterson will get some preseason snaps this year? <laughs> I mean, what we haven't spoken about that because we spoke to the Redskins guy before he got signed. But who cares? I mean, there's no way he's still in the NFL in November. He's bad. He like he's. It doesn't make any sense. Like it. It would make me if I'm a Redskins fan. It would make me lose faith in like the front office that they could be so stupid as to think that like a uh, guy who was replacement level year you know seven years in a row could ever be like it's just a waste of everyone's time trying to develop to be fair player. he did what get paid doing? replacement level he got veteran minimum so yeah that's fine i mean he stinks there's uh, there's there's guys five years younger than him who are washed up already i don't i don't understand i don't know why we're talking about adrian peterson he was never on the chiefs he's not on the chiefs now but like it makes no sense like <laughs> he's jamal if you brought jamal charles back today he'd be just as good as adrian peterson is doesn't make any sense to me. Jamal Charles is always the greatest in my heart. Um, I, there's nothing really interesting to say about Andy Reid that hasn't been said a hundred times. You do have a new coordinator, right? E- Eric, uh, do, do you know his Chris Berman nickname, Eric Bieniemy? I do not know his Chris Berman nickname. So you're a young man. You don't you don't remember the Chris Berman heyday, but Eric Bieniemy was one of his favorite players. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it was Eric sleeping with Bieniemy. Ah, yeah, yeah, I can see it. Okay, I'll give him, I'll mm-hmm. give him credit for that. Yeah, so so he was a running backs coach for a bunch of years. His only coordinator experience is in Colorado for a couple of years. I don't know if that was that was when they were bad or when they were atrocious. But um, <laughs> it, it, are you nervous about that, or is it like such a well oiled machine with Andy that that's not a concern to you? I mean, it's never really actually come out how much the offensive coordinator does for Andy. I know mm-hmm. after like literally after Doug Peterson was hired, Andy Reid was like, "Oh yeah, he co- or he uh, you know, coordinated the last half of the season. He called the plays." But I don't know. That could just be, you know, uh Reid oiling his gears, getting him a job and all that. Um obviously it worked for the Eagles, shit. Um But no, I I don't think there's really a whole lot of worry with the changing of the offense coordinator because it's all Andy Reid's system and Andy Reid's going to call the plays and Andy Reid's not going to call timeouts and it's nothing's going to change yeah so you were like in sixth grade you were too young to remember this but Biennium that was the awful Colorado teams under John Embry they went three and ten one and eleven so that's his only coordinating experience was winning four games in the big 12 I mean probably none of those games were actually in the big 12 but winning four games as a big 12 coach now Kansas wins less than four games and so I'm used to that True. I wasn't going to bring it up on air. I was making fun of you before, but I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna talk about that on air. The uh, Kansas Jayhawks <laughs> football team. We we pined for the glory days of Mark Mangino to come back. Who is the I coach now? David Beatty. He's a okay. schmuck. Yeah, nobody knows who that is. Uh, he'll be gone soon. Um, all right. So people are talking about how like this team. We we talk about something on the podcast uh, called called two to fifty three, which is like everyone. If you took away everyone but the quarterback how do they look and to me this is like one of the better teams in the league like if this team had drew Brees, you'd be talking about the chiefs being like the equal of the patriots and maybe the favorite to win the afc because really everywhere you look in the skill positions you got hunt you have tyreek you have kelsey at every single skill position you have a stud on defense you have justin houston chris jones got not a someone um not a lot of people know about Kendall Fuller was an absolute superstar last year. And you, you know, you traded him for your, your quarterback. There's just a lot of good players up and down. Eric Berry is probably the most overpaid guy in the league, but like if he's healthy is still a good player. Maybe I do think that's the worst contract in the NFL. I was looking at it before. 
Oof. Uh, well, it's the worst. It's the worst. But you know what it is? It's an NBA contract because there's no such thing in the NFL as a guy making like eighteen million dollars who and who's not like a star quarterback. So the fact that you're playing, record, paying his a, cap number is only thirteen million this year. Yeah, but I think he's making like eighteen or nineteen million next year. Also, you, he's uncuttable, by the way. Next year, he has to be on the roster next year. Or I mean, you could pay him his full salary not to play if he's if he's that bad, if he's unplayable. But like. He is getting paid to basically be a max player NBA guy, and he's a safety. And there's guys who are just as good as him, who are who are who are on the waiver wire because there's safety. They ah. misread that so badly. No, I'm not 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 just as good as him, but but first of all, he's injury prone at this point, and, and he, or, he is injury prone. I can't deny that at all. But I'm saying there, it's it's a position that you should be spending no money on, and you guys are spending more money than anybody on it. So. That was a misread by the front office. I think I don't think it was a misread. I think it was almost a similar situation to the Colts got backed into with uh, I, I'm blanking on his name, but the the coach uh, that had cancer and came back, and you know that was who had they got back. Chuck Pagano, hired, Chuck Strong, Pagano, mm-hmm. yeah, Chuck Strong, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. similar situation to that. I mean, he was outstanding before that, and then he had an unbelievable story where you know he uh, he gained a pound through chemo. Like who does that? You know, and then he comes back better than ever, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and so then his next year is his contract year. What are you going to do? Cut that guy? I mean, yeah. I think, and that's actually one of the reasons I think Dorsey's not with the team anymore, and now is now with the Browns because he tried to make Barry pay for a a clause with insurance contract where he had to pay for the uh, if he ever got cancer or anything if it ever came back he mm-hmm. had to pay for the insurance. That Yikes. would pay the team back. Yikes! Yeah, PR nightmare. Not great. Yeah. Do you, I mean have have you seen anything from Sammy Watkins? People are like, well, they have Hill and Watkins. That's so exciting. Like they're going to be unblockable. Like no, Hill is unblockable. Like, why are people excited about Watkins? I, you think that Barry has the worst contract in the NFL? I think Watkins is one of the worst. Maybe not, maybe not the worst, but he one does. of the worst contracts in the NFL. Can he be a starting NFL player for this team? Can he be a number two receiver? I sure as shit hope so. Yeah. Have you seen I mean, anything I, to like make you think that he will be? Because you know we haven't seen anything from him in a couple of years that would that would maybe indicate that. Well, I I think two years ago you definitely did. He absolutely torched us in Arrowhead a few years ago when he was with the Bills. Still, um, last year he got signed by the Rams fairly late. You know, right during training camp, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you know that doesn't that doesn't excuse his lack of production later in the season, but I think it certainly mm-hmm. creates some sort of an excuse early in the year. I think he definitely is talented. I do not think he's anywhere near worth $20 million next year, $8 million this year, but yeah, I think the contract is absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. Uh, fantasy question. Are you a fantasy player, first of all? Yeah, I'm a big fantasy player. Okay, so, um, but you didn't join our, our 32 fans, 32-team league that we just started. You know, I, you know... I like to be my own type of person here. No, I'm I'm teasing. I, you're not even you're in that Facebook group. Um, I am in the Facebook group. Oh, okay. Look at you. So the uh, so Kareem Hunt got him for a song last year. Uh, started out incredible. His numbers cumulatively are still great, but he really did hit a rookie wall. Yeah, he did. Do you would you would you you know he's being picked sixth and seventh I think seventh basically behind Saquon and behind Antonio Brown in the top four running backs in most uh, standard leagues. Do you think he's going to be uh, ha- have first round production this season? I think I mean, back half, back half the first round. Mm-hmm. I mean he he's a 
you have to take into account that he's an Andy Reid running back. So he's just like Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles is probably the best or second best back in the NFL, depending on the year with Adrian Peterson and all that. But Mm -hmm. even back then, he would get games where he'd only have 8 to 10 to 12 carries, which is absolutely insane. I think it's going to be more of the same with Hunt, where he's going to be a really good back. He's probably a top five back in the NFL, maybe just outside of it, just depending on, you know, different Mm -hmm. factors. But Andy Reid probably won't feed him as much as you would like. However, he is still probably the only guy that's going to get the majority of the carries, and and not every team is doing that these days, as all fantasy people are aware of. Spencer Ware mm-hmm. is there this year, but I yeah. I don't think he has quite the the uh, the lift off and the you know get up to speed ability that he used to have before his ACL. Mm-hmm. So you have a not a rookie quarterback, but a uh, a first time starter. Are you nervous about the offensive line at all? Um, I think our offensive line is decent. Our right side of our line is definitely way better than the left side. Uh, Fisher's mm-hmm. become serviceable, but Ahinger, or however you pronounce his name, at left guard is a liability at best. Morse should be yeah. good at center. Um, Duvarney Tardif at right guard is one of the it's best guards Duvarney in the NFL. Yes, it's way, doctor. What a bunch of lame, lame wads the NFL are not letting the guy have doctor on his uniform. Come on, guys. <laughs> right? I feel How like does that affect? Ab- it only helps the product. Like, oh, that's fun. Like, yeah. And, and by the way, that story a- came out of nowhere. Like, I almost think it's fake because, like, it, I, you didn't read stories for five years about him going to med school while he uh, was like, – You did? Actually, you did you? if you live in Kansas City. <laughs> you yeah, absolutely did. That was covered pretty much every You mean because it was the first doctor ever? Well, when he was drafted, it was talked about, and then every offseason it was talked about how he was going back to school and he had this special deal with his like medical school that he could do uh-huh. all of his rotations and stuff. I want to ask you a question. I want, how disappointed are Mitchell Schwartz's parents? Uh, Let's be honest. Last year you know in what particular I mean? was really disappointing. No, but I'm saying like is the other right guy, the other guy on the right side of the offensive line is a doctor. Like, why can't you be a doctor, Mitchell? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they also have Jeff Schwartz who has his own like podcast and mm-hmm. That's has his all brother, that no? cool stuff going. Yeah, Jeff Schwartz. He actually played yeah. for us for a year, yes. and he was a really good guard as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's flip to the defense. So you have Justin Houston, but I do see a lot of people in Kansas City are still concerned with the pass rush. Do you think this is, you know, in a league where the elite teams are, are getting to the quarterback constantly, and your division where you have the Broncos who do it and the Raiders if they have Khalil Mack and, and, and the charge with Joey Bosa, really it's kind of a nightmare division to play, honestly. Um, do you see the pass rush as being a strength, a weakness, somewhere in between for the Chiefs this year? It's probably somewhere in between. Um, Holly was on his last legs last year. Obviously, he's not with the team anymore this year. Mm-hmm. Um, no one else has signed him. He was just, you know, he was done. Uh, yeah. D Ford, however, is, I don't know if he's really any better. I mean, he played most of the snaps last year, too. He's literally had one notable game his entire career against San Diego, either last year or the year before. Mm-hmm. And every other game he's ever played has been completely forgettable. Um, obviously, Houston is a total stud, but he didn't. He hasn't played a full season in two years. However, this is the first off season he's been fully healthy in two years. So, mm-hmm. you know, there is that chance that he could have a bounce back year as well. Um, the middle linebackers uh, should be serviceable. Hitchens we signed from the Cowboys, who, from everything I've read, I don't know a ton about him, but it seems like he's a pretty good inside linebacker. Mm-hmm. And then we have Reggie Ragland, who we got, we traded for from the Bills last year, and the Bills just essentially gave up on him. I think we yeah, gave he's a totally rounder like for a, him. a solid player. Yeah, he's been great for us. It was just a bad scheme fit for him. It seems like out in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. 
I think the biggest liability is on the right side with D Ford. I don't think he's going to be with the team after this year. We just he was on the you know he was a value player this year for us. All right, so we were talking. Uh, this is only the second AFC West team we've talked about. The uh, Chester and I, when we were ranking divisions. Uh, I said that the AFC West is the only division in football that I, I see that there's no chance a Super Bowl champion comes from. Do you agree or disagree with that statement? Uh, this year, I agree with you. Last year, I would have I would have said that we had a shot, but obviously that didn't play out. <laughs> um, but no, this year I see the Chiefs. I don't. Are we going over the schedule later? I don't want to spoil that. No, we don't have to go game by game. You could talk about it now. Okay. Uh, I mean, I I went through the schedule before that we got on here and. I yeah. kind of can I add because I forgot to that the Chiefs are my 13th ranked team and Alex's 13th ranked team. They're tied for 12th in the overall 32 fans ranking. At least you agree for once. Mm-hmm. Um, I I see us as like a eight and eight or nine and seven team this year, and that's that's with I'm ranking Mahomes as like a middle of the pack quarterback. That's not with him being stellar or him being terrible. A you middle know, of the pack you'd sign for right now. I mean, look at how you middle of the pack nowadays, right? Is, is right. like slightly worse than Matthew Stafford. Like the you know, there's right. so many good QBs. Yeah. I, I would say that, you know, if he's even remotely serviceable, doesn't throw twice as many interceptions as he does touchdowns, mm-hmm. uh, I think I think we're a decent ch- you know chance to go eight and eight just because of the pure talent on the offensive side. I'm mm-hmm. actually a little lower on our defense than you are, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I, I think our corners are outside of Fuller, who well, is it's never old. Actually it's played. kind of an old team, which I feel like there's for some reason always an old team, but you well, know, the, you, Fuller, you, you know, has never played outside of the slot. He was always yeah. a slot corner. In right. Washington. It's weird because he was being... a superstar, but they played three corners. And you're right. He was a slot guy. He had an incredible year. Though It's not yeah. always sustainable. The slot guys, even from game to game, sometimes they could look like an incredible player. And some, you know, it's just a matchup. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. That is it could be he could be over his head. Um, you yeah. do have other guys back there also, though. Yeah, well, we have some guys. There's there's a lot of you know, hot garbage behind him. Um, mm-hmm. We're well, pretty thin in the Skandrick. secondary. Skandrick's like an NFL player. Well, three years ago at least. I mean, who knows what he is now. But, mm-hmm. yeah, there's the hope. I mean, I just – I hope he's not uh, – So who do you think you know, wins just, this division? Um, I think it's probably a pretty even tie um, between – Really, all four of them—they're all—they all have m- massive holes. But if I had mm-hmm. a gun to my head, I would say, um, probably the Raiders, and then the Chiefs second. I think the Raiders. So you're not buying the Chargers at all. People are starting to talk about the Chargers. I don't think the Chargers have a great defense. Um, they mm-hmm. obviously have a really good offense. And I mean, a lot they might have two weeks ago, but every single day they lose a single an, another person. Right. I mean, that's. I think that's a legitimate issue right now because, like, this is like what the third year that they've had that or fourth year. Yeah, it's weird. I think you it's have to weird. like, and yeah. like they've changed coaching staff. So like, did the coaching staffs not change the athletic staff? Like the right. The I'm, a, I'm a Mets like, fan, what? and the Mets had a crazy amount of injuries, and every single person in New York blamed Ray Ramirez, the trainer. And they got rid of him this year, and like their whole team's on the DL. So I don't know. Yeah, it's so I don't. Like, maybe it's, it's the cursed. turf and the practice yeah, facility. I have no be. idea. Um, but yeah, something weird is definitely going on out there in Los Angeles now. I guess they got a new practice facility too. So who knows? Right, they're not um, even in the same city, and they still yeah, they're not even in San Diego anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I don't know. I would say that they have a good of a shot as anyone. Like I said, I think every team has pretty big holes and it's pretty even across the board. I don't think the AFC West is as top heavy as it was like two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, But, but I would say that 
each team has a chance, but I would put the Raiders with a slight edge with the Chiefs coming in second. I think, having said that, if Mahomes is is as good as a lot of people are saying he is, mm-hmm. then you certainly put the Chiefs above that. But, you know, saying what I've already said, I would say that we're 8-8, eight 9-7 eight, team, second in AFC West. You know, if you get super, super, super lucky, then maybe you slip into the sixth seed. But, you know, most years you're probably not in the playoffs. Uh-huh. All right, so... Cole, we have a listener whose name is Sam. He lives in New Zealand, so we call him Sam from New Zealand. He wants to become an NFL fan. He listens to the podcast, and he needs to pick a team. Now, can you pitch Sam from New Zealand on becoming a Chiefs fan, if you think that's a good idea? You could also try and convince him to not become a Chiefs fan. Okay. Yeah, well, the starting it off... You would not be a bandwagon fan because we're not, but we're also not a dumpster fire like the Browns. Yeah. So you have some entertainment value, whereas you're also not going to be the Seahawks 12 year old that joined the team from the second that Russell Wilson was drafted. In addition to that, Kansas City is centrally located, so it'd be a good vacation spot. It's not too far. It's not the West Coast, or I'm sorry, the East Coast from New Zealand. And then in addition to that, we have some of the cheapest NFL game ticket prices in the NFL. So you can pay to come here it's not going to be a super expensive city to stay in if you want well to it would be expensive for him to get there i don't think there's anything direct from like auckland to kansas city you're not wrong but i'm speaking comparatively to san francisco sure so it's let's see so the flight stay. it's like an extra 500 dollars in the flight but he could save 30 bucks on the ticket okay i got it <laughs> hey and arrowhead is probably i would put it top three nfl stadium sure it would re- maybe yeah no the stadium thing is definitely cool that's a good that's a good sell i think and maybe there's a stadium uh in new zealand that's you know also my favorite like thing about crowd. the chiefs organization and i you what? know I've, i can't say that i've been to a lot of nfl games or any other nfl games but the chiefs play a lot, i know like a lot of college teams a lot of nfl teams they introduce their offensive skill players and all the offensive players like in you know pre-game they as they run out of the tunnel and all that mm-hmm the Chiefs have done always the uh, defensive side of the ball. So they always yell out, you know, and have fireballs and everything as the defensive they side. They always runs out. introduce the defense? Yeah, we don't even we don't even introduce the offense as they Oh, most teams the switch off weeks. Like the No, it's always defense. That's wild. Yeah, so I, I think that's pretty unique. I like that. Alright, I got a question for you. Are you a baseball right. fan? Um I can, I can stomach fan? it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a casual baseball fan. Okay, let me ask you a question. So, Pat Mahomes is your quarterback. His dad yes, yes. Uh, was, a, was a player for one of my favorite teams ever, the 1999 Mets. He was a pitcher, Mets. correct? Correct. Uh, reliever, and, and then for the Mets, he was a starter. What is his career ERA? What is Pat Mahomes Sr.'s career ERA? He played in parts of 11 seasons in the, in the majors with the Twins, Red Sox, Mets, Rangers, Cubs, and Pirates. I'm going to guess, because this question's being asked, I'm going to say it's high, so I'll go with six and a half. Oh, my gosh. Well, see, that ruined it because, you know, it's actually five and a half, 5.47. Oh, what perfect. the hell, Pat Mahomes Sr.? How did you play 11 years when you sucked? He actually even he even had a winning record, but he had a 1.6 whip. He was actually 8-0. He's the Adrian uh, Peterson of the MLB. Uh, his best year, 1999, with that special Mets team, 8-0 with a 3.68 ERA. Um, but man, I didn't realize you sucked. I mean, Mahomes. even that's not great if we're being honest. <laughs> no, eight, eight, no, three point six eight back in nineteen ninety nine when Mark McGuire was was hitting was hitting all those runs. It was great. Okay, well, fair enough. I was five years old then, so yeah. Oh boy. Um, all right, <laughs> uh, you ready for the roster game? Oh, roster game. Sure, whatever this is. 
we've played this four times before. We definitely have not. Yeah, you pick a number between zero and a hundred, and I and I say name everything you possibly can about this player that you picked. I've definitely never played this, but we play sure. this every year anyway. Absolutely, have not. Give me a number between zero and one hundred. Now I'm going to stump you just for this. Thirty-seven. Who's Garrick Dieter? Speaking of baseball, um, it's okay if you don't know because he's like not going to make the team or anything. It looks like is he a kicker? No, he's a wide receiver from Alabama. Uh, he was on the practice squad last year, so maybe that's okay. Uh, I, I yeah, recognize the name, but yeah, no, it's that a was... fun name. Gary, do you think he's a little guy? I got to look at what he what he looks like now. I got to get a picture of. Gary I am D. positive I've never played that game before. You're wrong. I, oh, it's possible. I think it might have only. Yeah, Gary Dieter looks exactly like I thought he was. He's already 25. <laughs> he played for Alabama, Bowling Green, and SMU. What did he do in college to get kicked out so many times? Let's see. Let's go to his Wikipedia page. So he starts at SMU. He transfers to Bowling Green, red shirts. Then Alabama just takes random guys from the MAC. What the hell? They had Calvin Ridley. KU takes random guys from Alabama. They had Calvin Ridley, Ardarius Stewart, who's about to get cut from the Jets, and O.J. Howard, who uh, I think is overrated. Um... Yeah, and he had 15 catches. So he wasn't good. He was good at Bowling Green. He was not good at Alabama. And you guys saw him last year. He was on the practice squad for a minute. And then now he's probably not going to make the team more of the practice squad this year. All right. Anyway, that's been right. our Garrick Dieter update. So you were. I have a question pre- for you. Just yeah. speaking on random college, former college players, what is your opinion on Last Chance U? Okay, so I haven't watched the third season yet. What? Yeah, I haven't watched I started it and then. Um, I had to cancel Netflix because, like, someone kept – I don't know. I had an issue with, with, like, someone was, like, charging money from Netflix on my account. So I, I canceled it because I wasn't really using it. And so I haven't watched Last Chance U, but I will watch it in the next couple weeks, probably f- before the football season. I, of course, really like the first two. Can I give you my Last Chance U sort oh, because – why? Are you familiar with that team because that's in your area? Is that why you're asking? No, not – I live in Kansas City. It's not even – I mean, technically, the third season is in Kansas. It's yeah, it's in Kansas. Kansas it's, you're but... acting like it's a crazy question. It's like a couple hours from you at most. Anyway. Um, okay. Go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. The, here's my take. The announcers, when they play the football games in season one and two, are fake. Like, those are Netflix announcers. Those are – there's like – I'm 100% sure because they're just telling you, like, things that are related to the show. I don't think those guys – I don't think they're cutting the audio – from the like, really? You think I so? I, yeah, I, I don't, don't think know. there's announcers had, had for that. for for community college football games on the radio either. I don't think. Yeah, why? I'm, I'm there, there were sure. there were announcers for my high school's like video cast. Why wouldn't there yeah, be one? No, for... I, well, this is community college. I don't think I'm. I, I I was pretty sure when I was watching the show, and there were reasons why. But I was, and I even because I'm like a huge nerd, tweeted at the executive producer and like, hey, those announcers are fake, right? And he never responded. Um, but that's <laughs> that's my take. So I'm gonna listen. Okay, I, I there's new announcers. <laughs> For this independence team that I've only seen the the first few scenes of, but why do you have it? Was it better or worse than than um, than the uh, Mississippi uh, seasons? I mean, it was probably fair. It was probably equally entertaining. Maybe slightly less than the second season. The, season, the second the season, second was, season was weak. Show. Well, I'll tell you why. The second it, there was some really good stuff. First of all, first season has the fight, which yeah. is incredible television. Like they must have been pinching themselves. And then the fight really ru- <laughs> ruins the second season because they're suspended for that game and they lose. So this really has an impact. But in that Can second season... Can I spoil season, a moment of the third season? Like, if well, you don't want to hear it, turn the off the coach, podcast? No, I don't want to hear it. I don't wanna, the coach and, the, and Miss Tammy are on such bad terms the that they don't, 
they don't appear in one scene together in season two. So you have the two stars of the show who basically refuse to be in the same room, and uh, it definitely affected the second season, which is, I think, why they just decided to move on. Plus the coach right, she left ir- the school. irredeemable. Well, no, no, in the whole season, right, she left anyway, that is true. But they, listen, they could have paid her to stay. Um, the, they, uh, yeah, like, they, yeah, that ruined it that they, like, they, they were clearly, like, filming scenes in, like, weird ways. So, okay, I don't know why we're still talking about Last Chance U, but what's, what were you going to say? Okay. Oh, well, I, in, like, the first episode, it, towards the end, or maybe in the middle, he's, he, the coach is just talking about how he's this offensive savant. And he's sitting mm-hmm. in the in his hot tub smoking a cigar, and he's like, "I honestly haven't even watched any game film because I'm just going to go in there and I'm just going to call plays and it's going to work." Mm-hmm. And then the first game, they absolutely got their shit rocked, and it was it was glorious. It was awesome. Yeah, that does sound good. Anyway, continue with whatever we're discussing. All right, so I think the Chiefs are going to go eight and eight. I think they're going to miss the playoffs. You're a little higher on them than me. I think you, you're saying nine and seven. Eight and eight or nine and seven. I yeah. I have the very first game at, at Los Angeles as the like the gimme like the flip flop game. It's tough because you start with two road games, which you'd think is impossible, but they do have that third game, which you you, you kind of need to win if you're a decent team hosting the Niners. So in LA, and that's the Chargers. LA, you do you do play you you actually in LA twice this year because you uh, you play them um, you play the Rams on Monday Night Football. Uh, you also have that very late buy. You, you're, you know, you, your buy is the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, I, I don't like know late buys for his terms yeah. of the team. Especially if you're a good team, you could like rest up for the playoffs. I don't know. I've never. Yeah. You, know. you have Cincy. You have Cleveland on the schedule. You have Denver, obviously. Twice you have the Niners are okay. It's not an easy schedule, but there are some winnable games. The Cardinals are just okay. This, but the first s- half is murderous. The second half is significantly easier. Even easier. Though it's not easy. Yeah, yeah, I agree. After the bye, you have the Raiders twice, the Ravens at home, the Chargers at home, the Seahawks who might not be in the playoff race anymore. That's like in the last week. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, to me, this is, everything about them is like an 8-8, eight 9-17, eight, but definitely with upside. Not yeah. Super Bowl upside, but there is so much talent yeah. that it would be silly to uh, yeah. really write them off. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all that. I think that's the first year I've actually agreed with you. Mm-hmm. Um, any other segments? Uh, rookie... Who not picking the first round? Do you expect to have a big year? Who do you think is going to be their best rookie outside their first round pick? Who's going to have the most impact? Well, we didn't have a first round pick this year. That was right. Patrick so, Mahomes last year, right? Which, uh, um, yeah. you're, in the meantime, your backup uh, quarterbacks are Chad Henney and Matt McGloin. That's not great. Not great. Uh, well, you know, in terms of in terms of backup quarterbacks, I actually really like the the Chad Henney backup role. He's bad. He can't play it, anymore. He's bad. No, of course not. But he's a great mentor for Mahomes, and that's I think what that you really want. Overrated. I think that stuff's overrated. You don't think that Alex Smith had a great impression on you know in teaching Mahomes last year? I, I guess, but Alex Smith's a star. You're talking about a star starter impressing the young backup. This is more of a young starter being like tutored by a bad older guy. Like I'm not sure how how it works. I don't know if it's the same thing. I don't know. I think he definitely has knowledge. Whether or not he has the skill to put it out there doesn't True, mean yeah. he's not you know, a knowledgeable yeah. guy. Maybe he'll become a coach next year. I also like Matt yeah, McGloin. It's just a funny name to say, Matt McGloin. You know what's the funniest about Matt McGlo- McGloin is I mm-hmm. actually thought that he was like the future of the, the the Raiders quarterback. Like I thought he was their yeah. guy when they For drafted like a quarter, him he looked after like prior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, and then obviously that ended quickly. 
Um, There's also a guy Algernon of, Brown, backup fullback guy. I like these. I like these names here. You got uh, in terms Zombo. of, I mean, I think our second round pick is probably our, you know, our biggest upside guy. He's a, another outside linebacker. He's Breland Speaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, theoretically, he would be replacing D Ford next year. Breland spoke uh, in class today. All right, yeah, sorry, it's getting late. But yeah, I. I honestly don't know a, a ton about him. Mm-hmm. I'm not huge into college outside of KU, which doesn't make any sense at all. Right? No, that makes um, no sense. It's funny because <laughs> yeah, like I only, I only like what's the worst show on TV? Like I hate television except <laughs> except for like uh, I like infomercials at Fox News at 3 a.m. or something. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I, I mean I think Speaks has a lot of talent. Everyone's mm-hmm. really high on him, so you know he is the future of the outside linebacker opposite of Justin Houston. So. I think you have to be high on him. He was essentially our first-round pick this year without having an actual first-round pick. But you do that trade again. You're happy with Mahomes. You're happy that you gave up the pick for him. You didn't want one of these guys this year. Yeah. No, you know, I think it was time. I think it was time. I was -hmm. was sad to see Smith go, though, although I'm I'm happy. Are you going to be rooting for Smith or against him? Uh, Yeah, I'll be rooting for Smith. I mean, why not? I'm. It's not like the the Redskins are in our, our division or anything. Right, true. You don't play them this year. No, and I'm rooting um, for Charles last year, even when he was at Denver. So clearly, that yeah. kind of more aligning with individual players. Fair. And how are the Jayhawks? How the how's the actual Jayhawks? The basketball team looking this coming year? Oh, the basketball team. Uh, if, well, we'll really hardcore listeners will pre- remember that you were the Kansas Jayhawk back in the day, <laughs> right? Yeah, two years ago, that was me. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I was I was one of the mascots at KU for a year. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in the suit. Um, he was just the no. mascot. All the girls were like, "Hey, look, he's so cute." Um, yeah, who's there? Is Michaeliak still there? Who's like, who's good? Michaeliak? Who the hell is Michaeliak? Um, I'm just saying his name wrong. You know what I'm talking about. The Eastern European guy. I have absolute. Oh, Mikhailu. Okay. Michael, Mike, yeah, whatever, no. however you pronounce it. He's actually with the Lakers now. He's LeBron's sidekick. Okay. All right. Yeah. He's the number two guy. He's probably the second best player on the team. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, but no, I, I think we're going to be really good. We have uh, we're out of season, so I'm a little rough on names. To be perfectly That's fine. honest, you don't have, you don't have to. Um, do a... Is Graham no, back? I, I he think... was your best player last year. No, he was he was a senior. Uh, he he's was on the a runner up for national he's player of the horns. year. So... He got drafted. Yep. Yeah, he's like mini Kemba. Uh, but no, I think we're gonna be really good. I think we'll be preseason number one or two, just depending on what pool you look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, it should be a fun year. Be a fun year. To be honest, I'm such a big. I'm way more into football, so I'm like way more into KU football right now than I am KU basketball. Mm-hmm. Were you the Were you the Jayhawk at football games also? Yeah, it was. It was year round. Although it was early in the year, there were three of us, and then middle of the year during basketball season, it got whittled down to one of us, and that was when my life sucked. So, wow. All right. Well, now you're no longer a mascot. You're out in the real world, um, crushing it. Yep. And uh, thanks so much for your time, Cole. Maybe we'll speak yep. to you if the if the Chiefs make it deep in the playoffs this year. If not, uh, speak to you in August of 2019. Thanks so much, everyone. Yeah, we'll be back you. tomorrow with I don't know another team. Here. Bye. When they bounce, they sold out on us What day ones hated, but mama was so proud of us They show malice to us, but the flow powerless The ricochet commonly come from a low caliber The hate you gave, no doubt I'm a thug Devouring y'all in all with the power of love Brother, I'm back working, way they use it to get worthless Standing inside it, you while they shoot at a flat surface Word on the street is the aim at your back turning Came in the game to outsmart stupid and sack serpents
the snake in the ring Iron sheep with a turban A fire breather I'm burning I'll find a reason to hurt him Word Out in the street They call it murder I don't know what you heard But you're just a burger Mini meal and nothing further I got your star marksman Clutching burners and pulling out Sniper hard But bullets bouncing off a of Clark Kent Yeah, y'all can't get nothing through on us, motherfucker Go ahead, take your shot Do what you gonna do Come on all of the distance they spitting are so repetitive Niggas are nescient, their knowledge is in the negative Without a fuck to give about what it was supposed to be together They take lame aim and then fire through social media Ignore it to the fodder, I ought to be out of faction See, they ain't hold me back, y'all just look at the main attraction They fucking haters debating on who's the best then Again, I do believe it's easy just to press in Maybe they popping off cause they wanna make an impression The day they meet their maker, pray it may teach them a lesson They outside looking in trying to peep it You blew it, I am new it My serpents are few and secret Decided to double this some leave them in disarray I'm dwelling in oblivion Dummies, bullets will ricochet And by the time you chime in You're merely a critic Everybody telling you how to do it They never did it Get it, Niggas popping off Red rap to a Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.